out of Philippians, the third chapter and the 13th verse, very familiar verse. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on to the mark of the higher calling. Three steps to pressing on. <laughs> Three steps to pressing on. Today is the second Sunday in the new year, the year of 2021. And I saw um, a quote online. It's actually a person said that on the seventh day of January, they said that um, on January the 7th that they were returning 2000, I mean 2021 uh, because it was at the end of the warranty. They had lived in 2021 for seven days and they decided that it wasn't working for them. And so they decided that they wanted to return 2021. <laughs> and certainly when we think about all of the things that are taking place in 2020 as well as 2021, it is certainly a time where we can say or could say, yeah, uh, we want to give this back. <laughs> in a country of over 300 million people, uh, there's, I thought that a thousand people dying a day from COVID-19 was bad. It was just too much. Then it went to 2,000 people per day, and that was too much. Then it went to 3,000 people per day, and that is too much. Now it is up to 4,000 people a day. And I say to myself, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken us? Certainly, as we have been all touched and affected by COVID-19 and its ramifications, as well as the fact that now it is going, it, it is having mutations as well, it, 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 it beggars the mind how this thing could have been controlled a little bit better. Had in, the, in January, excuse me, February, when the President of the United States found out that this was a deadly disease, had he spoke the truth to us and told us to be careful and to be aware and to put on masks, to wash our hands, and to social distance, as the scientists were saying, had he told us that at that particular time, it would not have affected us the way that it is affecting us now. My brothers and sisters, I still tell you, even in this time when there are a lot of people that don't believe science, still keep your mask on. Still wash your hands. Still stay distances, six, six feet distances away from everyone else. Certainly when we look at what God has done, and when we 
realized back in October 9th, 2020, when Mr. Richard Ray was um, testifying in front of the Senate, he said, uh, uh, he said, uh, excuse me, he told the House Homeland Security Committee, racially motivated violent extremism, mostly from white supremacists, has made up a majority of domestic terrorism threats. Mr. Ray told the House Homeland Security Committee, he also echoed an intelligent community assessment saying that Russia was conducting a very active campaign to spread disinformation and interfere in the presidential election with Mr. Biden as the primary target. Well, Mr. Biden has won and we thank God for that. However, uh, the president hasn't conceded, or really he just conceded on last, on yesterday, under pressure. And we saw the lawlessness on a scale where no one, no one would have, have, have believed. We had people, protesters, breaking in to the Capitol. We, I've never seen mobs like that. Thugs attacked the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. Had the senators and all those in various hiding places as they went through trying to grab lawmakers went through and tried to find Speaker uh, Pelosi, went through and ramshacked the whole place and left it after, after the police and state police came. Certainly, we know, brothers and sisters, had this been you and I, we wouldn't have made it. And after everything was over, they left. There was nobody there to circle them. There was no one there to put them in buses and carry them away to be jailed. There was no one there to uphold the law. And certainly, my brothers and sisters, five people died. Five people died, including a capital, uh, a capital police detective, a capital police officer. But yet, also we've got to also realize that 360,000 people have died from this COVID-19. Brothers and sisters, we, as a country, we are in uh, a desperate situation. And these situations that are happening now aren't going anywhere. However, I do have a word from the Lord. <laughs> Philippians, Paul says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining forward to what it is, is ahead. Not that I have obtained, 
But what I do is I forget what is behind, but I strain forward to, to the future. My brothers and sisters, Paul had a lot of things that he wanted to forget. He wanted to forget the fact that he at one time was killing Christians. He wanted to forget the fact that at one point he was hunting Christians. He wanted to forget the fact that at one time he felt he was doing the will of God. And yet, even while he was doing the will of God, he was doing the will of God wrongly by tracking down people and killing them. Certainly, he had a lot that he wanted to forget. He wanted, he called and said that the things that he was so proud of at one time, being from the tribe of Benjamin and being a Pharisee of the Pharisee, he wanted to forget those things. But there are some things that was in Paul's past that he wanted to remember. And my brothers and sisters, as we talk about three steps going to, uh, as we press on to the higher calling, I would like to pull out one step and tell you that the first step is that we need to talk to God. <laughs> we need to talk to God. How dare any of us, when we wake up in the morning, think we got up on our own? Somebody is talking about the alarm clock woke me up. Someone said that the dog woke me up. Someone said that the TV woke me up. And someone said my boo woke me up. But let me be clear. The alarm clock rang, the dog barked, the TV or radio went off, and there were thousands upon millions of people that didn't get up. So if you got up, if you have breath in your body, if you have the activity of your limbs, the first thing you need to do is thank God for God being so good. Rather than going and looking at your phone, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, for waking me up this morning and starting me on my way. We need to talk to God. Now, there are more formal ways of talking to God because talking to God is what we call prayer. And there are more formal ways of talking to God. You, you know the way that we talk to God. We used to say it every Sunday. Jesus Christ, the second person of the Godhead, gave it to us and we spoke it every Sunday. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory 
forever. And we can use the Lord's Prayer to make it a checkmate as to those things, a uh, checklist, excuse me, of those things that we need to look at in our life. And I will demonstrate by putting the Lord's Prayer together with the Ten Commandments. When we hear our Father who art in heaven, remember the first commandment. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You shall have no other gods before me. When you hear hallowed be thy name, remember you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. When you hear thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, we begin to look at uh, the rest of those Ten Commandments. Now, when we look at the rest of the Ten Commandments, there are a lot of people who will begin to compare themselves with other folk and say, well, I ain't so bad, but I ain't done nothing. I'm just as good as everybody else. However, my brothers and sisters, all of us, when we look at the commandments, realize that we have a lot to ask God and ask each other for forgiveness from. <laughs> Says, honor your father and your mother that your days might be long. He says, give us this day for our daily bread. And, he's, and God knows what we need. But God wants us to come to him for what we need so that when we get what we need, we know where it came from. He said, also, uh, uh, he said, also, honor your father and mother. He said, also, uh, forgive us your debts and trespasses. Lead us not into evil. Deliver us from the evil one. God is telling us, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet. And Jesus messed it up a little bit more because he said, not only that do, should you not murder, but you shouldn't be angry at somebody. He said, not only shouldn't you commit adultery, but you shouldn't lust at somebody. Not only should you not steal, but you ought to give something to somebody. Jesus didn't say that. That was something I put in there. <laughs> but, but my brothers and my sisters, sometimes a formal prayer isn't what we need. Sometimes we need a prayer like Peter had when Peter was sinking in the water. Sometimes all we can say is, Lord, help me. Lord, get me up. Lord, help me in my circumstances. Not only brothers and sisters should we talk to God, but we need to listen to God. As we heard just a few minutes ago, Reverend Vance Jones said that he was on his way down here. And he didn't know exactly what scripture he was going to use, but then the Lord brought it up to him. <laughs> you got to listen to God. How do you listen? 
How do you listen to God? Well, you're listening to God right now. Let me be clear. <laughs> Let me be as uh, brother, uh, as uh, President Nixon used to say, let me be perfectly clear. <laughs> Don't confuse this man standing before you as God. I'm certainly not even close to being God, but I am preaching the word of God. And, 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 and here's one of my favorite scriptures you might hear, and we've heard it a lot uh, this year and last year. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. All things were made by him, and without him nothing was made that was made. And it says that the word, this word that was God became flesh and dwelt among us. So the word, Jesus, was embodied in flesh and dwelt among us. He lived, he died, and was resurrected. Now he sits on the right hand of the Father. But he didn't leave us without comfort. We had, as we see in the beginning of the Bible, the Father being in charge. We see in uh, those 33 years when Jesus walked the earth, where Jesus was dead. Now we have the Holy Spirit that is with us. Remember, in John the 14th chapter, the 15th verse, he said, If you love me, keep my commandments. I'll pray to Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you uh, comfortless. I will come to you. Therefore, what I'm saying is, listen, the Holy Spirit is in you. And when you decide to make Jesus Christ your, your Lord and your Savior, God the Father, God the Son, through the Holy Spirit, moves into you. And the Holy Spirit then dwells within you. So, it works out like this. When I'm preaching the word, the Holy Spirit that's within you testifies to the word that I'm preaching. When you read the word, when you hear the word, when you, you hear the word sung, when somebody speaks the word, the Holy Spirit that is within you begins to testify. It, the Holy Spirit expounds. The Holy Spirit reveals. The Holy Spirit reminds. It chastises. It rewards. It agrees with. It challenges. And that's why sometimes when we were in the church, after church service was over, sometimes people will come to me and say, you know, you came down my street today. And, and, and I didn't know what they were talking about. Because, see, I didn't know what street they lived on. But the Holy Spirit knew. Somebody would say, you stepped on my toes today. When I didn't know, I stepped on their toes. But the Holy Spirit knew. <laughs> Somebody 
Some people even got mad and thought somebody had said something to me about some situation that they were in. No, I didn't know. But the Holy Spirit within you knows and it brings it up. I'm going to tell you something now and I have one more word and then we'll, we'll, we'll go home. But when I was young, I... Went to Hillside High School swimming, uh, the, the, the swimming pool. <laughs> and I looked and I saw people jump off the, the diving board and jump into 10 feet. And I decided that I was going to jump off the diving board just like they did and jump into 10 feet. The only problem was I didn't know how to swim. So I got up there and I jumped and I jumped and I jumped and I got it to 10 feet. And sure enough, I went straight to the bottom, pushed off from the bottom, came back to the top. But because I couldn't swim, I went back again. And I did that two times. And on the third time that I went down, my life flashed in front of me. Brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to tell you is the Holy Spirit is working on the inside with you right now. And everything that we do, <laughs> everything that we say is being recorded. And when we leave this earthly place, we will see everything that we said <laughs> and everything that we have done. But until that time, the Holy Spirit can lead us. The Holy Spirit can guide us. The Holy Spirit can speak to us. The Holy Spirit can, can show us the way. Amen. Not only should we, should we, should we, Talk to God. Not only should we listen to God, but we need to walk with God too. <laughs> Amos said, can two walk together unless they are agreed? And so we need to agree with the Lord so that we might be able to walk with him. What I mean by walking with him. Certainly, my brothers and sisters, this has been a tough year, and we need to walk with him. Do what God wants us to do. Be what God would have us to be. And I can think of no better thing that we all can do is to love one another a little bit more. God said, when he was asked the question, what is the greatest commandment? He said, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and thy neighbor as thyself. 2020 was a tough year for some folk. Out of this church alone, 12 people have passed from from, from this land to glory. 
That means there's 12 homes with people that's missing folk. That means there's 12 families that's experiencing the silence of folk not being there. Brothers and sisters, with all of the communication devices that we have, call somebody. Text somebody. Drop some off every now and then. Let people know that, that, that they are loved. Let people know that they are cared for. Let people know that even in a time of COVID-19, God is still on his throne, still looking out. Talk with God. Listen to God. Walk with God. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen.